Real Exam English, Episode 9, Books. Hello and welcome to Real Exam English. My name is Trevor. Today we're talking about books. It's yet another topic that appears regularly in exams. And in this episode, you will hear native English speakers answering questions about what books they like, as well as more general questions about books, such as the benefits of reading and the future of books. We also speak about question tags, the English pronunciation of French words, and different ways to say important. Okay, then, let's go with the questions. What kind of books do you like most? Um, it's really hard for me to pin down favourites because I'm quite eclectic. I like choosing lots of different things. So I'll read a really quite a pacey thriller. I'll read a historical novel. Uh, I will occasionally read something that's kind of factual, sort of teaching me about something. And it, it all depends very much on my mood. It very much depends on how much time I've got and therefore free time and energy to focus on things. So I'll kind of hop around depending on all of those factors. The first thing to pick up on here is the phrasal verb, to pin down. Okay, to pin down means to define clearly. And as the speaker explained, she is quite eclectic and likes choosing lots of different things. And for that reason, it's really hard for her to pin down favorites or to clearly define her favorites. And she also uses this excellent piece of vocabulary, a pacey thriller. Okay, so you are all probably aware of what a thriller is, but a pacey thriller is one that moves along at a quick pace. So um, it's very easy to read. And a very similar and another super piece of vocabulary is a, a page turner. And page turner is a book that is very engaging and therefore makes you turn the pages very quickly. And that's a fantastic word to have for your speaking test, or perhaps even if you're writing a review in part two of your writing test, it's a really nice word to, to use. What kind of books do you like most? In terms of genre, I'd say probably satirical science fiction. So a really good example of an author would be Terry Pratchett, because I think he's absolutely phenomenal. Um, he manages to take a world that is not like our own, um, but somehow is very much like our own. And, and, and you sort of see these, these layers upon layer upon layer of, of um, sort of wit and social commentary and sarcasm, but it's also really quite fantastical and, and, and wonderful as well. This answer starts off with this expression in terms of genre, I'd say satirical science fiction. And this is a really useful piece of vocabulary to have because very often you're asked what kind of movie or what type of movie or book or TV series uh, you are into. And instead of saying kind or type, it's much better to say genre. So my favorite movie genre is horror, for example. And the pronunciation is a little bit tricky. It's one of these words that comes from French and is kind of pronounced in a French way, genre. Okay, so other examples uh, of these French words that are used in English but pronounced in a French kind of way would be déjà vu, uh, faux pas, cliché, carte blanche. So, yeah, they're French origin, but we kind of use them in a kind of a French accent, probably not, not very uh, accurate, but the, that's a common phenomenon in English. And in the second sentence of this answer, 
uh, the speaker used this expression. A really good example of an author would be, this is a, an excellent connector to use to provide an example. Of course, you can say, for example, or for instance, or a case in point. Okay, but it's really important to have one of those structures to be able to provide examples to back up your argument. Do you think it's important for parents to read to their children? Absolutely, 100%. Um, they're like sponges. The vocabulary that um, they, they are exposed to in books is crucial to their development. So yes, I think it's, and it's a bonding time as well um, to have with children and, and parents together and it benefits both the child and the parent. Uh, some people say that we can't learn anything from reading novels. Do you agree? No, I don't agree with that. Uh, no, I don't. Um, fictional novels? Um, no, I agree. I think that we can learn about other people's perspectives. I think we can learn about um, empathy, about um other people's um, feelings and emotions um, that we may not have been aware of. Um, and it exposes us to things that maybe we're not exposed to in our day-to-day -day lives. Do you think that in future people won't read books at all? No, I think that people, from what I can see now anyway, I think that people will continue to read books. Um, people enjoy that break away from society and that um, break away for, for their mind to read books. Um, possibly less people are reading, but I don't think there'll be a time when people don't read books. The first question here asked, do you think it's important for parents to read to their children? And in the answer, the speaker said being exposed to books is crucial for their development. And a lot of the time in English exams, the question includes the word important. And very often students keep on repeating the same word important again and again. And this especially happens in Cambridge exams where there's a dialogue, for instance, in the B2 and C1 exams, part three. And for that reason, it's essential to have a few different ways to say important so that you can show the examiner a variety of language. So other words we can use instead of important are essential, vital, crucial, key, paramount, imperative. There's a whole bunch of them. So when you're practicing answering any questions which contain the word important, try to get into the habit of substituting important with one of these other words. Remember, you can get the transcripts for this and every episode on the Real Exam English pages on Facebook or Instagram. And you can also find lots of great grammar exercises there, as well as really useful tips on how to prepare for your exam. And if you want information on classes to prepare for your exam, then you can find that there also. Do you like reading? I do, but I don't read as much as I should. I generally read factual historical books um, and I don't read too much fiction. Do you think it's true that if we want to understand something well, we should watch a TV documentary rather than read a book? No, I think that's definitely not true. Um, you can twist any narrative into a 
TV documentary. Make it look whatever way you want it to. Put a book. Um, a book, you could probably do that as well, but it's less emotional reading a book. Um, you can see it more clearly for what it is, and you're also more likely to examine some of the claims in it. Do you think that in future people won't read books at all? No, I don't. Um, I think things probably always go in uh, swings and roundabouts, and I think we'll come back around to reading books a lot more. We had an excellent idiom here in the last answer, swings and roundabouts. So if you say that a situation is swings and roundabouts, you mean that there are as many positives as there are negatives. I'll give you an example relevant to my own life. If I live in Ireland, the air is nice and fresh, but it rains a lot. In Spain, it never rains, but it's too hot and there's lots of mosquitoes. It swings and roundabouts. Some people say that we don't need libraries anymore. Do you agree? Um, no, we, we need libraries. Um, yeah, the, 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 I think it's like music, isn't it? The, you know, you can you can listen to music digitally, um, but you know, it's it's always nice to have the real thing and pick it up, and it becomes a it becomes a memory. You know, also for some people, um, you know, especially the, the elderly people, you know, that, that sort of technology isn't approachable for them so so to have a, a physical book is is a nice thing do you think it's true that if we want to understand something well we should watch a tv documentary rather than read a book um they're both different the the different things aren't they they both they both got their own value and and credit you know i think a book can be referenced it, it, it's got statistics in there and it can go into greater depth um I think statistically so that you can turn to it, you know, as an academic, um, you can, you can reference it. Um, whereas a film, it's a bit more of a transient experience. It's it, often when you try and describe a film or a documentary to, to, to somebody, um, you don't remember all those details. Um, so you tend to tell people the highlights, the bits that, that you summarise things. You summarise things and you don't always get all those details across properly. We had a couple of question tags in these answers. The first one was, I think it's like music, isn't it? And the second one was, they're different things, aren't they? So remember that with question tags, if the original statement is positive, then the question must be negative and vice versa. So for example, you can speak English, can't you? Or you don't have a pen, do you? So question tags are probably more useful in a dialogue situation and are a nice alternative to saying, what do you think? Or do you agree? Or the other typical questions you use to involve your partner. What do you think about eBooks? I think they're rather good actually. I'm, um, I do like the feel of a, of a, you know, of, a, of an actual book. So I enjoy the, the, the holding a book and paper and turning the pages. So I wouldn't say that an ebook could ever replace um, an actual book. However, they are incredibly useful for things such as, um, you know, going abroad and having a large number of books stored on a, on a, on a device. I love the adverbs in this answer. Firstly, we have rather, as in rather good. 
So rather is a great alternative to very or really. Then we had actually, which means in fact. And be careful with this word if you're Spanish, as it's a false friend. Actualmente in Spanish means currently in English. Then the last adverb we heard was incredibly. They are incredibly useful. So incredibly is another more advanced or fancier way to say really. And it's an incredibly good one to use in your formal writings, for example. Okay, guys, that's all the questions for today. Have a think about what kind of books you would tell an examiner that you like to read or what genre of books, I should say. And make sure to practice using some of the alternatives to the word important. And also, why not read a book in English? It's a great way to pick up new vocabulary and to reinforce all of that grammar that you've been learning. Alrighty then, as usual, I'd love to hear from you on Facebook or Instagram. Look up Real Exam English and make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Okay, all the best, Trevor. (laughs) 